Welcome to Interviews. My name is Laurent Autain. I'm a business coach on a quest to crack the entrepreneurship code. So I thought, why not talk to entrepreneurs and ask them the right questions? I make sure to alternate between a male and a female guest every week. I hope their answers will inspire you. This podcast is available on all your favorite platforms. If you enjoy it, there are three ways you can help me make it bigger. One, subscribe. Two, share your favorite episode on social media. Three, buy me a pizza. Blog on my website, laurentnotin.com slash podcast and click on the icon, buy me a pizza. Interviews is brought to you by Social Prize, a marketing and communication agency managed by a highly qualified team and operating remotely since 2005. Social Prize specializes in digital technologies and communications, web development, e-commerce, remote working, coaching, training, growth hacking, and much more. Find out more about them on their website www.socialprize.me. Hi, thank you for joining Interviews. We're back to the USA with Gabriela Meckler, the co-founder of Mummy Design, a company specializing in packaging and containers whose purpose is to share with the world the liberating feeling of being well-organized. Hi, Gabriela. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, Lauren, for having me. So tell us about your journey. So we started the company in 2014. Maribel, my business partner, and I were um, presently, we met when we were pregnant with our first, uh, with our firstborns, when we were in prenatal yoga, and we became best of friends. We used to hang out and do everything together with the kids and just being very involved uh, uh, with our parenting. We you know, we it, we came to a point in our lives where, where we were wanting to start something new for different reasons. And, um, but uh, looking for a nine to five job seemed like it would be taking away from the way we wanted to parent our kids. So we both knew that we really wanted to start a, a company, but we didn't know in what, right? So the first idea that came to mind was to do something together and I think uh, just the way that we were uh, being partners already in raising our kids because our families were far away, then it, it seemed just natural to, to work together. And um, the one thing that we had in common was this uh, passion and, um, and affinity in organ and being organized, right? And, and keeping everything uh, in check so that uh, our lives and especially as parents would become more efficient and that's how the idea of creating Mumi came about right is it the first time you're an entrepreneur yes absolutely so i was trained as an educator and a psychologist yeah so i worked as a teacher for nine years and then i got a master's degree in school psychology and was working um in that field for a little bit over 13 years and I love it that's definitely my passion but um life threw a little bit of a curveball and it you know everything shifted and I felt like I needed to 
um, just do something uh, that was very creative and that would keep me um, entertained, but that didn't have to be about uh, my profession. Okay, and so you, th you said, all right, let's be an entrepreneur. Honestly, the word entrepreneur never crossed my mind. Uh, it, even even now when they call me an entrepreneur, I have trouble understanding, you know, that what we've created. Mm. Um, we really just wanted, well, we had the need to, of course, bring some income into the house. And like I said, we didn't want to get a nine to five job where we would have to compromise being with our children. So we both were feeling the same way. We were like, we need to do something from home that we can, you know, we need to start a business. And again, you know, like the word entrepreneur wasn't, we were like, let's become entrepreneurs. It was not the idea. But, yeah. and I don't even think that we ever imagined that, that we were going to create this company, right? We, we thought, um, we really believed in the first product that we launched was the packing cubes and the toiletry cubes. We really strongly believed in, in the product. We absolutely loved it. And as perfectionists as we both are, we made sure that the logo was right and the colors were right and the material and the design of everything we put so much care and dedication into everything we registered the brand and you know we we did everything with so much care that it was kind of like a really strong foundation mm. and so then you know the public's acceptance of the product and the branding was really phenomenal and here we are celebrating our seven year anniversary and, you know, just growing and, and very, very, very grateful. Nice. I feel a lot of uh, passion when yes, you're talking. There, yes, there, there is. There is. That is one thing that we really have. We have a lot of passion and love for what we do. And we don't, you know, we don't cut cor corners in any of it. We give it 100%. Do you think it's one of the reasons of your success? I want to believe so. I feel like our customers really um, appreciate and feel um, how everything was so well thought out, you know, and mm -hmm. presented. Um, I remember since the early beginning of the company when we used to literally carry these crates of product from school to school and from, you know, bazaar to bazaar, just setting up our, this beautiful booth that we created and, and selling our product. And people would be drawn into the room and come right to our booth. They had no idea what we were selling, but they really loved the way everything looked. Mm. We were very specific on how we lay the product and how the colors need to um, be set out. And our displays are always impeccable. So, um, yeah, I think that, that our customers really have been drawn uh, to that, right? right? And did you do any tests? before you, you launch a product? Well, it was a product that we were very familiar with. We knew mm. exactly what we wanted. And we, you know, like I've never traveled without packing cubes in my life. This is how my parents taught me how to pack. And um, so I knew exactly what I needed. You know, I want, we, we both knew what we wanted from the product. And then in terms of aesthetics and everything, I mean, of course, if I look at our first run, they were very poorly done, um, but, it, but, but the design was there and the presentation was there. Um, and then we've just, of course, developed like better scenes and, 
and way better zippers and you know we we keep upgrading the way we we work with the factories in in china and the manufacturing process we're very very involved and um so i think we've we've come up with with a really high quality product so we're talking about here about the process of developing a product from scratch so we talk about the passion we talk a lot about even if you didn't uh, use those words but for me it sounded like eyes for details or attention attention to to details 100%. Uh, what what else what else uh do you do you think is really important when you create something from from scratch right so we really i think that one of the the parts that became very successful it was we were designing for ourselves we knew you know like early when you have uh, babies and then we had all these play groups and we used to go to mommy and me music and gymnastics and so we saw we knew our market and we were that market so we designed for ourselves and connected immediately with 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 this market right with this audience that were just like us it was um mostly moms but that buy for dads too and then they fall in love with the product and then they want it for their moms and for their sisters and their neighbors and their you know so um but it's definitely something that that we knew who we were talking to right right so it was easy for you to put yourself next to your customer shoes because the customers were you yourselves <laughs> exactly no and you know it's very funny but uh, i mean and not funny it's actually really uh, interesting but um, the way we presented, even uh, back in the days when we had, uh, the, when we went to bazaars and things, we knew we, you know, that we have two types of customers: the customers that know what packing cubes are, and know the difference and appreciate what we did, and then the customers that have no idea what packing cubes were and thought we were geniuses. <laughs> mm. We always told them that we didn't invent, you know, the, the concept. We were just making, you know, a brand that spoke to our needs. So um, when, when, we, when, when we met the customers that didn't know what a packing cube was, we, the way we presented was always showing the packing cubes packed with the clothing and the toiletry cubes with the things inside, inside the suitcase, just everything really beautiful. And it just clicked. It, it, you know, when when people saw, they they can see themselves represented in in this style, in this lifestyle, right? So it was really easy to connect. And then we made this video that we we played on repeat in um, on TVs in our stores, and it's amazing because. We, I love to do that, you know, like be in the mall and just look at people passing by. They look at the colors. They're like, oh, that's cute. And then mm. they stop their eyes in, in the video and you see them. They're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I think I need that, <laughs> you know? So it's this instant connection of like everybody has this experience of how stressful travel can be. And then beyond travel, you know, we find, we look into situations that become very stressful when one is not really organized and how a really well-designed product can help you ease that that stress right of um of not being well organized so so you say you didn't do any research but actually it's not true you're constantly research, researching <laughs> that, is true. that is true we research yes i mean and that was right with the first two products but then moving forward we 
uh, you know, getting all this feedback from people that are connecting and that are receiving well, we're like, okay, I think we're onto something. And so now we are very much into researching and paying really close attention to our lives and, and the things that, you know, that we really wish we had to make our processes easier, right? Um, we also um, find, you know, we now know that we're not crazy, that there are a lot of people out there like us that really, really, really have this sensitivity for organization, right? And cannot work in, in chaos. So we are connecting with, with people like us. And so we experiment with ourselves and bring these products. And, you know, every single time we launch a product, we're like, okay, I'm obsessed with this. I know I need it in my house. I become my first customer because like the production comes and I need 20 of the things that I made. Um, and then we're like, oh my God, will people like them? Um, and so for example, um, it, it, it we, one of our top sellers, it's called the pill pouch. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but it's, um, it came from a pers very personal need of, um, I was under treatment and I had to take this medications morning and night. And then every time I traveled or went anywhere, it made me feel like an old lady, you know, using those, mm. uh, boxes from the pharmacy and you know I'm very young and I'm active and I'm modern and I didn't want to to feel like that when I'm taking my medication right so I'm like I'm gonna do something for myself and I created these it's these little pouches they're of course they have to be super super cute um they have the days of the week they're pretty big so you know some people take a few pills but a lot of people nowadays, you know, we take tons of supplements to, to take care of our health and you need a big pouch. So it's a pouch and you can refill them and it comes in this little bag. So when, when we put that out, I was terrified. I was like, oh my God, what if I'm the only one that has this crazy thing? And it became our bestseller. So um, I think, like I said, we do the research by paying close attention to ourselves and what people around us are kind of missing and that's where we focus and the other aspect of that seems to me that you've you know very well who your clients are yes you know and i think it sounds in the way i, I introduced the company which is the which is the way you present yourself uh, on everywhere you know sharing with the world the liberating feeling of being organized so of being well organized yeah to to me it's like okay this is who you are you know you're creating a tribe this is who this is who you who we are and you know if you if you like if you like us just come and you know check our products yeah absolutely absolutely it's um it's definitely and you know it, it really is about uh, addressing your your audience knowing your audience really well i think that's mm. very very important because uh, many times, uh, and even for example, talking about the pill pouch, you know, I have an elderly person in my life that was like, Gabby, your, your pill pouches look amazing, but I can't open them, you know, and I said, you know, it pains me, but they weren't designed for older people who have trouble, you know, with, with, with their, with their fingers and being mm. doing something that's so delicate. It really was meant for a younger audience that 
you know, we're not connecting to these big boxes with the big days of the week. And, you know, so um, I, I think we, we have always, uh, we always keep that in mind, you know, with, with, with the colors that we do and everything, we know who we're talking to. Which also means you know who, you, you, who you're not talk, talking to and you sleep very well about that. Yes, because I think that one company cannot address every member of the family, right? Every age, every um, socioeconomic uh, background, you know, like you have to choose your niche and go for it, right? Mm. So I think that's, that's what we try to remind ourselves all the time. It's, it's a great message because that's, that's a big, big issue in, 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 in entrepreneurship world and the startup world more, more specifically. You went through a difficult time with the pandemic. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened? Of course. So uh, it really is, a, and I say this with all humbleness and just so much gratitude for the world and everything that we are now being able to speak about this in the past. Um, but because we started with the two products that were travel related, the packing cubes and the toiletry cubes, it's mostly what people know us for. They were the top two sellers. Um, even though we had the pill pouch that had already joined and, and made great sales, still most people knew us because of our travel products. So we hit record-breaking month in February 2020. We couldn't even understand the numbers that we were reaching. Um, we had opened accounts and gotten, uh, we had just done a trade show in January and had gotten amazing orders. And we placed an order with China and you know we were preparing for a really magical year. March came in and dropped, yeah, and uh, yeah. We had four stores opened, which we had to close and let go of all of our employees. And we had already per, uh, made the order with China. So we had to pay for that order and receive the inventory, which meant that we were tied to this huge warehouse that we, that we had our offices in and no orders coming in. So it was really scary. Um, yeah. we definitely saw days where we felt that everything that we had worked for so hard was going to go to shreds and we were going to lose it all. So it was very, very difficult. And I think that right around, um, I'll tell you what is what kept us with our chins up and yeah. hoping for the future is the fact that we were very clear uh, from the beginning that um, that once we saw that these products uh, hit, we knew that we didn't want to be just that. So uh, if you see, our slogan was always um, organized, never look so good. Mm. It didn't mean just inside the suitcase, right? We meant we wanted to expand. So we had this vision of doing Mumi home and Mumi babies and Mumi, you know, like different um, ramifications of our brand, right? So um, because of this, a year before the pandemic, we had started working and developing products for our home line. And we had already made a purchase and they were in production in China. So especially being in our homes, augmented and accelerated the need for 
the products that we were already designed. So all we knew was that we needed to do whatever it takes to make it the other side of the tunnel where it was really dark. But we knew that if we became really, really small and held on to what we had in whichever way possible, if we made it to the other side of the tunnel, we would have light. We didn't know how much, but we knew there was light, right? So it, it took, it, like I said, it took making really drastic measures, like, um, you know, cutting our salaries and um, closing down stores, getting rid of our employees who we absolutely loved and just kept, you know, the, the most essential workers uh, for our company. And we're a tiny company. So when I tell you our employees and our essential employees, it means like down to yeah. the basics, right? And we have, Maribel and I have never done the unrolling of the sleeves and being in the back end. We are pretty much carrying boxes every day of the week, right? Um, so we just did more of that. And and thanks to the government and, and you know, the, the PPP uh, aid in the United States and the small business loans, we were able to pay the rent and finish paying off uh, our orders. And um, surprisingly, when the first home product arrived it sold out within three weeks oh, wow. this march is it definitely looked a whole lot different than last march and it's it's being like you know like like softness in our souls and so grateful for um for the support that we've gotten all along yeah and for the opportunity to to still be here right I mean, I don't know if people will feel it from your voice because it's an audio format, but I can definitely hear it from your, from your face that when you were talking about it, it you were very emotional. It's, it's still very, very uh, fresh in your, in your mind. Yes, it, it is. <laughs> it is. It's every day. Um, you know, my, my, <laughs> my kids make fun because a, a, our online store we have on Shopify, which I cannot speak highly enough it's mm. one of the best investments in our company um but you know we get the little ting when when we make a sale mm. of course i never mute i never ever mute that because <laughs> i literally sing every time we get a, an order right and of course there was a time when it was a, a constant but still every time, and, and my kids make so much fun of me. They're like, oh, we have to do a happy dance. And I'm like, yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> every single one. If you look back at your entrepreneurship journey so far, what are the key lessons that you have learned along the way? Well, the first one is to be super flexible. So, uh, you know, you think things are going to go one way and they really aren't. Uh, I don't think that anybody can tell you you know, there's a, an A, a B, and a C. I think there are frameworks of, you know, like basically setting setting the, a solid ground, right? Like we're setting the brand standards and, you know, like the logo and things like that, that are very solid. But then everything after that, you have to be really flexible and just kind of go with the punches and, um, and knowing that, there's going to be failures. There's going to be painful times. There's going to be 
gains and there's going to be losses, right? So to me, um, I see a lot, I talk to a lot of my friends uh, that are uh, entrepreneurs as well. And I see them getting really frustrated when something isn't going the way they planned. And I feel like that is the one thing that has been on repeat coming from me. It's, you know, life is not perfect, you know, and, and you just have to know that things are going to go away and you have to just go with it. Yeah. One thing is certain is uncertainty. A hundred percent. A hundred. That is the only certain thing. Yeah. Anything else? Maybe not trusting myself. You know, I doubt myself a little too much. And, um, and yeah, sometimes I've like kind of stepped back because I didn't trust that it was going to go well. So for example, in purchasing inventory and things like that, um, we've gone through many times when we are sold out of a product and we lose momentum because I was, I was afraid of, you know, growing. And so. Where do you want to take your business? What's your big dream? My big dream would be for the brand to be known worldwide mm. and for people to connect with our products um, for many, many, many years to come, you know, to become a household name. What are you the most uh, proud of? Um, I think the example that I'm leaving for my children to look adversity in the eye and say, I'm going to make it and I'm going to get up and I'm going to fight. And, um, and yeah, not, I, I think that's the thing that I love the most about doing this. And clearly what happened last year with the, with the COVID, that was like <laughs> the biggest yeah. challenge ever. <laughs> Baby. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So it made you stronger. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I'm talking about that because I think it's it's really important. I mean, for me, it was the same. Like I went through pain <laughs> last year, but this year is way better than what was last year. And I think if I had not gone through the pain I went through, I wouldn't be in the position I am I am today. And I feel I'm stronger because I'm I'm I'm, I'm clearer about what, who I am. What I, what, I, what I want to do as, a, you know, as an entrepreneur, what is my business about, etc. Is that the same for you? A hundred percent. I feel like every time that we suffer from, from something that life brings onto us and we get over it, we become stronger. And I know that it really, you know, it says what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. And mm. I couldn't find a truer uh, phrase. What's your biggest challenge today that you would like to overcome? I guess just knowing that, uh, yeah, the company will, will be strong, you know, and that like, like, I don't want the work to be done for me, but if you were a genie and you would grant me one wish, it would be just security and telling me, Gabby, just keep doing what you're doing because your company is going to be worth millions. <laughs> no, it's working. It's working. I don't want to stop working. I want to get there, but I just want to know that, you know? <laughs> is that a good wish uh, i think i think is isn't it i mean we're all entrepreneurs so i think we want the best for our company yeah of course if you would summarize all the experience as an entrepreneur today into one recommendation for other entrepreneurs or aspiring mm -hmm. entrepreneurs what would it be i think that 
focusing, like, you know how when you zoom out, you lose mm -hmm. focus. And when you zoom in, you get focus, right? It's mm -hmm. like in a, in a camera lens. I would say zoom in like a microscope. Know exactly what you're doing and focus on that one tiny little thing. Don't lose focus on it and just keep working until you make it. Because I feel like as entrepreneurs, we wear so many hats and we have to do so many things that we lose focus, right? We zoom out and we lose focus on what is it that we're doing. And um, I think that that would be my best advice. Just never forget to zoom in and focus on, on the one thing that's really important for you. All right. My show is called Interviews, Cracking the Entrepreneurship Code. So have you cracked the code? Have I cracked the code? I know. I think it's a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, But I love it. I love it. What do you love about it? I love the freedom. I love the creativity. I love the responsibility. I love the thrill, the challenge. It's made me a very different person. It makes, it makes you a different person. Can you, how, how is that? Can you give uh, examples? Yeah, I think that um, I used to be afraid of many things and actually doubted that I was capable of many others. And um, it's given me a sense of security that I don't think I would have had had I not put myself out there in this way. So, um, you know, even if, if I fail at things that I do, I would have never had this opportunity to develop this side of myself, you know, and know things about myself that I know through this experience. Nice. One last question. How can people contact you? Gabriela at mumidesign.com, our website, mumidesign.com. We're always there and happy to help. Excellent. Thank you very much, Gabriela, for your time today. Thank you, Lohan. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for the opportunity. And thank you all for listening. If you like this podcast, please share your favorite episode on social media so we can inspire as many entrepreneurs as possible. See you next time. Bye-bye.